Worshipful brethren, brethren all, welcome to Freemasonry in seven minutes or less. In this episode, we'll be asking what requirements are there to be a Freemason? If you're unsure, if you're just interested, we hope we can provide you with some information today. So now I will pass over to Brother Earnshaw. Thank you. Thank you. Um, this is actually for a Mason. This is a, quite a straightforward question. I imagine if you're in the public, it is not so obvious. Uh, in the ritual, the junior deacon lays out the requirements at the beginning of the ritual uh, before the candidate can even enter the lodge. He asks the candidate at the door if he is of lawful age and properly vouched for. And the candidate, of course, confirms this. And then the second time he asks him if he is a man freeborn of good repute and well recommended. Uh, some other rituals add things such as uh, being in sound mind and members and under the tongue of good report. But basically, it's the same thing. So we understand the phrase of being of good report or good repute. But what does properly vouched for mean? Mm -hmm. So a mason can vouch for another mason when they visit a lodge uh, if if he hasn't been to that lodge for the first time, and he has to fit one of these three criteria. First, he has either have to sat with him in lodge before. Uh, secondly, he has to have what we call lawful information about the candidate. So that means um, information from a source that you can trust. And the third is uh, by examining the visitor to the lodge. Well, in the case of a person who's joining the, the lodge, um, uh, it is to be expected that he's already been investigated by a committee for his suitability, so we can accept that he has been vouched for. Yes, I, I remember approaching my lodge for membership. I put it off for quite a few years, and I didn't actually know anybody. So in the end, the worshipful master of the lodge, who interviewed and investigated me, ended up being my proposer. He oh. was of London Grand Rank and also a former Met Police officer, just a, a general uh, all-round good egg, a good <laughs> old chap. Yeah. Um, so what other requirements are there? Well, there are, there are two other points that stand out. The requirement of being in sound mind. Uh, so you cannot be what Freemasons refer to as dotage. In other words, you can't be an old person. And in sound mind, this is uh, a carryover from the guilds. When young children, uh, they applied for apprenticeships and they had to show that they were up to doing the work of the guild. The second point is quite important, but Nowadays, it is not so important, but uh, you, you, he was, uh, the candidate was asked whether he was freeborn or not. I, I believe this refers to indenture, where a worker has to work under contract to his master. And this also applied to apprenticeships and also serving in the military. Um, in the early days of the United States, many European immigrants had to serve a period of indented lab uh, indentured labor in order to pay off 
their shipping or their transportation to America. This was quite common in the 17th, 18th centuries, um, where over half of the, the immigrants going to America had to work for an average of three years servitude to pay off their transportation. And so they were not free at that point. So as I mentioned in my book, um, Freemasonry Initiation by Light, I believe that the, the term Freemason is actually based on the Scottish free man's son. So this, therefore, it kind of explains the mm -hmm. junior deacon's reply about being free born. Uh, it should be noted that also that in England, um, well, sorry, that indenture is not the same as slavery. Uh, and in Britain, we have not had slaves since the 1200s and uh, trading in slaves in Britain uh, finished in 1833. Okay, well, thanks for the clarification on that. I knew a little bit about the etymology of the name Freeman and traveling workers and laborers in England, but I didn't really know the ends tied together. So are these all the requirements, being a man of legal age, freeborn, of good repute and well recommended? Yes, uh, there, but there is one more and it's actually not asked in Lodge. Um, it comes up later uh, when the, the candidate has to take his obligation, but it's to do with whether the candidate is a God-fearing man or not. Um, by God-fearing, it doesn't specify a person's religion. You, you, it's just so that when you take an obligation, you, when you swear an oath, then it's backed up by something. And that's why you have to, it has to be a God-fearing uh, person because an atheist cannot become a Freemason. So yes, um, the requirements are being a man of legal age, freeborn, good repute, well-recommended and believing in God. Well, thank you, Brother Earnshaw. I hope that has answered the questions of those wandering, and I hope that makes it easier for those interested to approach a lodge. Uh, may I just add that I didn't know anybody in a lodge where I live, and when I wanted to join, I just approached the lodge directly, and it worked out for me just fine. I mean, rather comically, I turned up for my interview in beachwear as I'd been surfing a few That's hours a before. It was. <laughs> I wasn't aware. I wasn't aware that it was a formal uh, suit and tie event. <laughs> I didn't have a clue, but the um, the people conducting the investigation in the interview found it quite amusing. And, um, and that was that. That was the past. But everybody is very welcoming. They're kind of glad that a younger member was joining and it all worked out fine in the end. One, one thing I suggest to people um, thinking about joining the craft is to look up in a telephone book for the Grand Lodge or District Grand Lodge uh, of your area. So for like Cornwall, they have a district grand lodge of Cornwall, and ask them because then they can put you in touch with the, the the closest lodge or the best lodge. They have the knowledge of what's going on in 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 your area. That's it, and they also hold open days as well, which are more than welcome. That's true. To attend. Yes, yeah. So it's a good place to start. Absolutely. Well, that brings this episode to a close. If you have any questions, please email on the link below. We now part on the square and we will meet soon. Thank you and goodbye.
Goodbye.